This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Like you I, knew. I'm gonna look back at like my crypto wallet that I spent uh, so much BCH at like oh why would you the, do that the, the restaurant formerly known as the Funky Noodle why would you do AKA that to yourself fucking great I have to space that out because if I say it too quickly I might get censored by the FCC yeah pour one out for fucking great. great. So I think I'm going to go back and look at all the the dinners that I had on Sundays before the Sunday show at our Sunday meetups and, and that kind of thing. I'm going to look back and go at oh, some those point. Those noodles could have been a car. And be like, wow, yeah, I that was like a five thousand dollar. <laughs> Pokeball could have been a house. <laughs> I mean, and like Bitcoin Cash ha- has been a sponsor of Free Talk Live, and so we appreciate them greatly. Uh, there's uh, one particular writer that I enjoy over at news.bitcoin.com, uh, which is Jamie Redmond, uh, and he, uh, he's he been on it. Um, not only is he a great meme maker, but he does some great writing about all things related to cryptocurrency. So uh, you can check that out, of course. Uh, but yeah, Bitcoin Cash has been uh, on the rise against regular bitcoin and one of the things that that i'm kind of looking forward to and i don't know if it's going to happen on this run-up right so we've got a a couple of things happening in the bitcoin world right now one of them of course is government in the united states at least has given their permission for investment companies to do something called an ETF. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that stand not for? Not just an ETF. What does that stand for? Uh, exchange Traded Fund. Exchange Traded Fund. Oh, it's not early termination fee? No. Because uh, <laughs> that's what it is with your cable company. Mm. It's an ET or your phone company. Well, for plebs, it's one thing. For the rulers, yeah. it's another. But not just a regular exchange traded fund. No. A spot ETF. And you might think to yourself, what the heck difference does that make? And I'll tell you what difference that yeah, makes. Yeah, what's a spot so ETF? A, so they already approved, like, last cycle, the futures ETF. Now, it is the most absolutely insane idea ever, but with a futures ETF, you never actually have to buy the Bitcoin. You just have this thing that you have to pay out the price in dollars when they cash it in. But with a spot ETF, you have to actually buy the underlying asset. Uh. So while a futures ETF basically completely ruined the price last cycle, just like it did with gold many cycles before. I thought it was that your dog Spot had to buy the ETF. That was it. It was the only way you could get one. Spot Ouch, damn ETF. Spot. Yes. I once poured some Spot remover on my dog and he disappeared. 
Sounds like a great magic trick. <laughs> I stole that from Stephen Wright. Yeah, and uh, because who else are you going to steal that from? Stephen wrong. Stephen sometimes correct. Craig Wright. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but uh, the uh, the uh, SEC uh, Gary Gensler in particular uh, had approved the spot uh, or had approved the uh, futures Bitcoin ETF knowing that it would suppress the price and then refused the spot ETF knowing that that would increase the price. And it actually went all the way to court when the judge went, um, yeah, these are like the same thing. None of your arguments for not approving this make any sense because they didn't, but it's, it's volatile and people could manipulate it. It's like, yeah, they could also manipulate the futures one. And you had no problem with that. So speaking of uh, Bitcoin.com, there's another writer over there, Kevin Helms, who penned this article. The headline reads, Bitcoin price could hit $250,000 sooner than expected, says Bitwise CEO. Well, I think we're well past sooner than expected. I think sooner than expected would have been uh, in 2020. Because they all predicted this stuff oh, yeah. several years ago. And I'm not saying that it won't hit a uh, quarter million dollars this year. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that people who claim to know where the Bitcoin price is going to go, um, where it's going to go, like pick a specific number, yep. are often wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I said on the air years ago if it's worth if a bitcoin's worth a dollar it's worth a million i think i said that in 2012 truth but you know i didn't have a lot of information i didn't know the united states government was going to array itself against it i didn't realize there were going to be like five different scams that were going to use bitcoin to kind of perpetuate themselves and drive us into bitcoin winter over and over again and any variety of problems that came along so well, Bitcoin is a great technology. Don't expect that you know where it's going to go. Well, yeah, so hold on. I really want to respond to two okay. things on that one. Yep. Number one, uh, you're absolutely right. Never get wedded to a number. So, like, if you are sitting on some bag uh, of something. I am, I'm totally wedded to a number. They, I have a number in mind that if one Bitcoin reaches this number, then I I have some triggers to pull to put myself into a a better future position financially. Okay, well, here's the question. Are you willing to ride this price all the way back down and wait for next cycle to get to that number? No. Okay, well, then that's a stupid thing to do. Well, so the reason that I'm not willing is because I've already bypassed it one time. Like I said uh, earlier in the show, I was sitting at my computer the last time BTC had an all-time high of uh, 65, 67, 69, 69,000, thereabouts. Uh, and I was ready to, to pull a trigger on a thing, and I didn't because I just I, – I had the feeling I wanted to take the risk that Bitcoin will again double. So I, I took the risk in my head. I was like, okay, well, if we're at – I'm going to say 65, mm-hmm. right? That would be $130,000, right? would be double at that time, mm-hmm. right? So uh, the, the number I have in my head is $80,000. If one BTC hits $80,000 – I have to pull a trigger. I have to take some profit. I have to, uh, you know, use my wealth to my advantage to build a better life for myself. Specifically because you know I'm getting old and retirement's coming up, and that kind of a thing. So uh, 
you know, there, there are things that I want to do. Now, does that mean that, uh, you know, whatever amount of Bitcoin I might have, right, am I, am I going to lose it all? Well, no, I'm not that, you know, I'm not that kind of guy, right? Uh, the amount that I'm going to use to better myself financially is not going to be my entire bag. Well, I'm telling you, you, no matter what number you're picking, if you are wedded to that number, then you have to be prepared for the possibility that it's not going to hit that number. I am. Okay. Yep. I am. Because there's yes. plenty of people who are like, nope, my number is 100,000. And if it doesn't hit 100,000, I'm not selling. And you have to be like, you know what? If it reaches the point where you've got all of these things going on, where you, like the, the friends that made fun of you for being into crypto are calling you up, and uh, crypto.com is uh, running nonstop commercials, and like the, the, the trading apps are in the top 10, and you've got all of these signals, and you're like, nope. I'm waiting for this number. Be prepared to ride that price all the way back down. Yeah, no, I've put myself in a position where if Bitcoin just disappears tomorrow, I still have a plan, mm. right? I still have a method of, you know, all the sort of the balls or the plates that I have spinning right now uh, will, you know, make at least resolve in me not losing money. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I have some safeguards in place personally for what I'm trying to achieve. It's just that I am married to a number. I've already got Mark. What year did you guys start talking about Bitcoin? 2010, maybe 2010 was the first year that we discussed Bitcoin. It was very late in 2010, though. Yeah. So it had been around for like a year already or thereabouts when you started. talking Yeah, about almost it? two at that point. I think it was uh, I think the white paper was released on January 1st. And then, yeah, it. it it was there wasn't I, much fanfare i got into bitcoin specifically because i heard y'all talk about it here on free talk live you and ian and whoever the other co-hosts were around that time like brian sovereign was on uh, a couple other people i think uh, there were several ladies on the show as well that were always talking about bitcoin uh and in fact one of those ladies uh, in the chat right i talk about this chat that we used to have on the front page of free talk live i was in there and i'm like hey i got a bitcoin.com wallet but I don't have any Bitcoin. And uh, one, one of the ladies uh, who's the sister of a former co-host was like, oh, I'll send you some Bitcoin. What's your address? I sent her the address. She sent me five bucks. Aww. And that was the first Bitcoin. I got to say thank you in person to her at this previous uh, fork fest, pork fest, nice. if you will. Uh, and that was pretty cool. I'm like, hey, you gave me my first Bitcoin. She's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you remember? She's like, I do. And I'm like, that's awesome. So at any rate, um, I, I'm just going to say this. Uh, right now, and you, you believe it or not, whatever, it's fine. Perhaps I'm lying to you. Uh, uh, but I have gotten more out of cryptocurrency than I have ever put into it. Right. I'm that old into it, right? Like, I don't know when I got my first chunk of cryptocurrency. I can't narrow that down for you without jumping through a bunch of hoops, and going and looking at a bunch of, like, deleted email addresses and, and all that kind of stuff, wallets that I don't have anymore, because, like, stuff moves quickly when it comes to tech. But what happened to me is I recognized this as another tech evolution. So I'm old enough to have seen many tech uh, revolutions or evolutions, if you will. I saw, oh, the leap from black and white to color TV. Right? That was an evolution. I saw the leap from um, uh, corded telephones to cordless telephones. I saw the leap from uh, cordless telephones to pagers. I saw the leap from pagers to cell phones. I saw the leap from... uh, 
uh, you know, uh, video games, black and white video games that you had to plug into the the screws on the back of your TV to like uh, Atari, to ColecoVision, to Nintendo, to you know, all of these superior technologies that kept coming out. This crap moves fast when it moves. Tech moves fast. So I've seen mm-hmm. all of these technology curves. I've seen the Microsoft curve, right? I saw the Boeing curve, right? I saw um, uh, the, the, the transition. There used to be two devices. There used to be the cell phone and the PDA, the personal data <laughs> assistant. And now they just became... That's not what PDA means in my vocabulary, but go on. They just became one thing. Right, there's no longer two. You used to have two devices. You had your cell phone that you put in your pocket, or a little holster like a gun or whatever, right? But then you had your PDA, which had a whole separate thing to it, and it was where you like kept your notes and your calendar and your schedule. It was like a, a pocket secretary. Well, of the course, Palm, uh, the Palm Pilot, the um, the BlackBerry, the OG BlackBerry that you could. The BlackBerry sync. wasn't a phone. The BlackBerry was a phone, okay, but but like you had to sync it to like your Outlook or your email client, whatever it is, you know. So if you made a change in email, once you plugged your your BlackBerry into its cradle, it would sync up with your calendar on your computer and make everything the same across both devices. Well, of course, we know that cell phones now are just magic rectangles that do everything, right? There is no reason for multiple devices anymore. Um, so that's how fast. So what I'm saying is that, like, I've lived through enough technology curves that as soon as you guys, Mark and Ian, on Free Talk Live started talking about Bitcoin, I looked into it as a technology, and I went, oh, I'll be a son of a bitch if I'm going to miss out on this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Because that was my exact thought in yeah. my head. I'm like, oh, I better put something into this right now. And so, like, you know, I don't know. I, I forewent a half a bag of weed that month or something. I don't know. I put some small quantity of money into it, and it turned into more, like way more than I put into it. And I was like, oh, I better repeat this. And that's how I got into dollar cost averaging. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you haven't been convinced by this point, I can't help you. And honestly, at, the, at this point, we are going to see this thing take off i believe that's true um i have gotten because of because of my experience in bitcoin i'm as careful as i can be my i I, we got a room full of uh people at chat.freetalklive.com that love to 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 dredge up anything that i said in 2013 or whatever (laughs) you know like so you know i want to give the best advice i can which is to say that i'm bullish on bitcoin and i think that bitcoin is going to double in the next 12 months. And frankly, I would buy Bitcoin now and sell in December of this year. Um, you know, if the, as a matter of fact, I have already bought Bitcoin and I will do some selling in December of this year because why, why I believe December? that it's just historically December or January tends to be, you know, somewhere in December or January tends to be a peak of a cycle. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know why, but oh, I do, and no. I would love to talk about it. Yes, because Great. I also have recognized. Well, one more thing Sorry. I want to say before we go any further is yeah. one of the most important things about Bitcoin is to have uh, a a wallet of your own, what they call a non custodial wallet. That oh, means absolutely. that's not a not at Coinbase. Coinbase yep. is a fine company, and I'm not saying that they're the great Satan or anything. I'm saying you need to get a wallet like Edge Wallet or any variety of wallets, Wasabi wallet, any variety of wallets out there 
that may be a good choice for you, but you need to possess your own what they call private keys when having Bitcoin. Don't trust the man. The man is the reason that you're middle class now. Right. Mm. Uh, I think uh, Andreas Antonopoulos coined the phrase, but uh, we've said it repeatedly. Not your keys, not not your your coins. coins. Not your keys, not your coins. So if you put your cryptocurrency uh, on somebody else's platform, that is, you don't custody them yourself, either through a wallet like Mark mentioned. I think he mentioned uh, Edge Wallet, uh, uh, Coinomi. It's the one I use. Yeah, that's the one I use as well. Mark Edge uses Edge Wallet. Surprise. Oh, what? Wait, you didn't have something to do with that, did you? They uh, claim that they named it after me. <laughs> I, I certainly cannot pro- program a wallet. Um, but, you know. What? You one, you're point, not one of our greatest tech wizards? <laughs> no, I'm not that, too. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the, the, the thing, since you mentioned Coinbase, holy crap, that is the biggest hacker honeypot that has ever existed. Coinbase? Yeah, yeah. so uh, Fidelity, BlackRock, all of these companies, with the exception of one... They are all holding their Bitcoin at Coinbase. They really? do not no. have. No, I know, right? No. They, they have not done the most basic security of owning their own wallet. They do not have their own keys. They do not have their own coins. Coinbase is holding all of that Bitcoin for all of them. Oh, what a dumb, dumb chicken little. Yeah. <laughs> so if ever. If ever a hacker has been motivated to, because you can't actually break the Bitcoin itself, but if you can hack into some place where the keys are being stored, you don't have to break the Bitcoin to spend it. Wow. So I use um, a cold storage device. This is a, a USB stick uh, with some formatted you know, proprietary software on it uh, where it stores my keys on my device for me. Uh, it requires me to use... Uh, my keys and some other forms of, uh, you know, two factors, not the word I'm looking for, but some other ways of getting into the thing before I'm allowed to access uh, my money. But uh, it's offline. It's completely mm. offline. Mm. It doesn't exist on the Internet. It exists on, you know, this little thumb drive type of thing. Right. Was oh, um, it uh, one of those multi-signature wallets? It is. Nice. Yeah, yes. it's an amazing technology that has only begun to be developed. And so, but for these reasons, right? Now, like, I have multiple wallets for multiple reasons, right? I have the cold storage device, which is where I keep the big chunk, mm-hmm. right? That's where it's like, it's like traditional banking as you think of it, right? You're like, oh, I have a whole bunch of gold and cash and I want to put it somewhere safe where nobody can steal it. Oh, this guy over here has got a vault in his building. I'll just pay him a nice fee every year uh, to keep my stuff safe so it doesn't get stolen. And so then you take all your stuff and you put it in the bank. It's kind of the same idea, right? So then, But then I have uh, what I like to refer to as usage wallets, right? And this is where Edge Wallet, Coinomi, things like that come into play, where this is where I spend. This is where I transact. This yeah, is it's where called I trade. a hot wallet. Some people call it a hot wallet. Uh, That's the yep. accepted term of I it. Like, is it is it currently on your phone uh, or computer? It like if well, it is if it is currently accessible to the internet, it is a hot wallet. Then then the answer is yes, it is accessible. That to is the a internet. hot wallet, but now, it doesn't necessarily mean I need to access it from my phone. We know that with right. Edge Wallet specifically, that anybody who has the Edge app on their device uh, can log out of their account 
and then allow you to log in with your username, password, and some other security protocols uh, that you have to jump through. But like, it's possible for you to access your coins on an Edge wallet on somebody else's device mm-hmm. and then log out of it, and you're completely safe. Right. Yeah, while it's logged in, it's hot. Right. As soon as you're logged out, it's cold. But yeah, I, I do want to talk about that uh, uh, the price cycle, okay? Okay. Because there is some wacky stuff going on right now, and I don't know how it's going to turn out. So, like, what is what usually happens is that like there is a a, a huge dip right around the happening, and then it just goes flat. Completely flat, very, very little volatility for like six to nine months. Right. And then it starts just creeping up, creeping up, creeping up, and then it just shoots up, goes parabolic. Can we go forward a minute or like in front of that for a minute? Because like the lead up to the happening Mm -hmm. is, in my experience, correct me if I'm wrong, where we also see a nice ramp. We're seeing Mm -hmm. it now. We know the happening is coming up, we think, sometime in mid to late April. Mm -hmm. Um like it's going to depend on you know how many miners mine a thing and you know for the exact date uh but like there's a ramp up going on now we have a couple of things in action Mm -hmm. we have the etfs which means for the first time large corporate money is pouring into Mm -hmm. bitcoin which is i think why we're seeing the bump from you know 35 to 62 now yeah so uh, with that here's something that has never happened before we have a trackable demand that is a about 10 times the supply. And the thing about Bitcoin that is fundamentally different from absolutely everything mm. is that it has an absolute fixed supply. Yes. Like, not only is its total maximum completely fixed, but also the rate at which it can be mined is absolutely fixed. And prices have never dealt with a thing that works that way. And then I'd like to talk about one more thing about fixed. When you say the fixed amount of Bitcoin, yeah, there's an interesting point to be made. Everybody talks about the 21 million in Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. that's very cool. But let's not imagine that there ever exists a future where there are actually 21 million Bitcoins, because there doesn't. There probably I don't know what the number of Bitcoin that have been lost is. Oh yeah, right. But that number is. Very, very, very likely to be double digits. Right. So I don't know whether it's 11% or whether it's 42%, but there, somebody will lose more Bitcoin in the, in, you know, people will die and not give their uh, coin for their, their keys to people. Yep. Um, all kinds of things will happen. So fortunately, we can operate on half the amount of Bitcoin because it's divisible down to eight decimal places. But there are 21 million Bitcoin. More Free Talk Live is on the way, 603-283-6160. If you would like to call in, chime in, uh, talk about whatever is on your mind or whatever we've been talking about, it's up to you. Don't go anywhere. More Free Talk Live is coming up. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. 
Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. Soon, thousands of hours of security footage from the 2021 Capitol riot will be made public. House Speaker Mike Johnson has announced the release of 5,000 hours of video from the U.S. Capitol grounds. The Speaker changed course from the original plan to blur the faces of rioters, citing logistical challenges. For now, the risk of a government shutdown has been averted. President Biden signed a government funding bill, extending the deadline further into the month. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis rejecting a bill designed to restrict children's access to social media platforms. Despite overwhelming support in both the House and Senate, DeSantis expressed discomfort with its wording. Lawmakers will revisit the issue with a revised bill. This is USA News. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
Yes, it is. Free Talk Live. Uh, perhaps more live than we expected it to be. <laughs> As the guy on the music, bumper music there said, uh, the telephone number, if you'd like to join us, is 603-283-6160. We should probably talk about... Who the heck we are? Oh, uh, in the studio tonight. I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me in the studio, it's Peakless Mountaineer, and and coming to you remotely from Florida, one of the original hosts. I was here on the very first night of Free Talk Live back in two thousand and two. Mark Edge, dude, you weren't even just here. You started this thing, man. Right? Like, I don't know. I'm going to have to give some credit to Ian. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, but like. You know, between the two of you, the two of youths, uh, you were youths. You were youths. You at were the time. youths. Uh, you're not. You're not you youths anymore. Youths. You're, you're now uh, fogies. Fogies, indeed. Uh, yeah. uh, we've been talking a lot about cryptocurrency, and I have to tell you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency made for spending. Dash transactions are irreversible, so Dash is great for merchants. Plus, its network is protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. All right. So uh, we had been talking about... Bitcoin. Yes, Bitcoin and what's it going to do yeah, I, and yeah, when and Lambo. I, and, yeah, and I didn't really get to uh, uh, talk about like price prediction stuff. Yeah. So right now we're seeing it skyrocket. And one of... I don't know about that. We're seeing it hit its previous are, all-time high. Are you kidding me? Okay, so one of the things that's never happened before and looks like it is about to happen, it's never hit its all-time high before the happening. That's never oh, been. That's true. It's always after the happening. Right. It hits its pre- well, and it still hasn't. It hasn't, but it might by it's, Monday. It's pert close. Yeah, it's up there. But it hasn't done it yet. It might just. I yep. honestly expect that it will before possibly 420 uh, when <laughs> so, the happening is. Do you want to speculate, Peakless, as I, to why? I really do. I really I do. do. I, I do, too. And we'll just see whether or not you can speculate we, the same as I do. Go ahead. Can you, okay. can you hold that speculation, or do we need to go now? We I have a caller. No. I, I can. We have a caller. I, I can, but it better be worth it. Uh, well, we're going to find out. Uh, we've got David Ridley calling. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, I, yeah, I'm interrupting your breaking news to report something that's two years old, so uh, give me a medal. <laughs> deed, deed. That's the slow version. It's broken news. News that has previously been broken. Go ahead, Dave. So sometimes I miss things, but I have I have a really good excuse for missing this because it happened right where I live about two years ago, and I just not heard about it. But I thought I'd share it because it's probably not going to get much media coverage otherwise. What it is. Now, you're you're all familiar with the lorry list, right? Oh, yeah. And for listeners who might not be, uh, the lorry list is a list of uh, uh, crooked cops. In New Hampshire. Uh, Or or allegedly crooked. You know, it's it's a government record of the cops, you know, for record. But uh, basically, there was a guy, in a, a cop in Winchester two years ago, who the attorney general's office is claiming that he, they think he committed witness tampering. And uh, he 
he he was kind of knocked off the force and he agreed, you know, he didn't, he agreed not to try and keep his name off the, the, the list. So he didn't try to censor his name off the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he, I don't know if he resigned or, or was fired, uh, but his name was uh, Joshua Edson and he gave up his certification, certification to be a police officer. This happened uh, two years ago, uh, but this article uh, on indepthnh.org doesn't, like they say that no one really knows what that means. Witness tampering or what was specifics? What what do they think happened? Who do they think he tampered? The attorney general, I guess everyone didn't really, I don't, I don't think the government ever released any details. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they did either. I'm trying to well, see if I can get it here. This is, oh, it's a Marvin Gaye, I think. What's the name of the song, Peakless? Can I get a witness? Uh, <laughs> I was you hoping, got seven seconds, pal. I was hoping to. Uh, I was hoping to, you know, drop in on the chorus of that, but uh, you know, I must but work on my skills here. I must work on my skills as mm-hmm. a needle dropper on. YouTube oh, I think videos. that was an excellent uh, job of doing DJ work. Oh well, well, thank you very little. As somebody who did it briefly and poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, go ahead. Yeah, so the Attorney General's office said, uh, quote, because of the defenses available to Mr. Edson, the office of the Attorney General concluded that the state would have difficulty prevailing at trial, unquote. Huh. But but it does look like, I mean, at least his name wasn't censored. Uh, At least he's not going to be a cop again. Uh, So really, it's a better... Oh, we'll see. it's a better result than usual, yeah. uh, and and there you know there's no government you know taxpayer money spent on a prosecution. Looks like yeah, so I'm really, okay. Is, yeah, I gotta hold hold on. I mean, we don't know that he's not going to be a cop again. It is a very unfortunate tendency that a uh, even within New Hampshire he might still end up recertified. B he could very easily go to another state, and they tend not to communicate these things, and then he gets recertified in that state and becomes a cop again. I mean, the the problem with crooked cr- cops is that it's such cop, uh, a cottage industry that they tend to just, even once they get kicked out of one force, they just go be cops somewhere else next down the street. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, I, I am glad that it's less likely than usual I, I really, that a known crooked cop becomes another crooked cop. Yeah, I really like that his name was not censored. That's uh, that's a positive um, the other thing that, you know, I gotta, I gotta give props when they're due. I like that this exists, that oh, there the is a, the Lori list. Oh, like, yeah, it'd be like, nice if they, you know, is, released the whole thing to us. Well, yes. Okay. But like, I like the idea that there is a list of all of the bad apples, right? Everybody's like, oh, it's only one bad apple spoils about. No, it's a bunch of bad apples because you, you can't be a good apple based on coercion, this is not possible, right? So the ones who get into this and take advantage of it and harm other people with the authority that they are given or granted or otherwise take uh, through, you know, the shiny badge or whatever. Like, I, I am at least glad that there is something where people can point at, like, these are the worst of these bastards. So that is a net positive, in my opinion. Indeed. Ridley? Nothing to add. Hey, thank you so much for the call. Keep up the great work. Where can people find your work, man? Right, a report.com. Hey, 
<laughs> have a good night, man. <laughs> Ridley's always awesome. Mark, did you always. have anything to add? <laughs> I, I, no, I think that the uh, the Lori list is. Um, I mean, New Hampshire's doing better at that than most states are doing with it. That's all I can say. Yeah. And if we had any pretense at government accountability or transparency, they would have already released this list to us. But, you know, we live in a police state that no longer pretends otherwise. So welcome to the 21st century. So just to cut to the core of this article from news.bitcoin.com, the headline, Bitcoin price could hit $250,000 sooner than expected, says Bitwise CEO. The chief executive of Bitwise Asset Management expects the price of Bitcoin to hit $250,000 sooner than most people would imagine. Moreover, he believes that Bitcoin is going to eat into gold's total addressable market faster than people expect. Yes. He opined Bitcoin ETFs were Bitcoin's IPO moment. It is now available to any investor with the click of a button the market has 10X'd. Right. Now, uh, I'd like to talk about, uh, I went to Cato Institute. I took a train down from New Hampshire, uh, down from Keene, New Hampshire, down to uh, Washington, D.C. for an event at Cato Institute. My condolences. Yeah, I did some interviews there. I stayed at a hostel because I wanted to save money uh, for Free Talk Live. Well, Washington's (laughs) a very hostile place. Yeah, it is that. And... I remember uh, nothing else from the event other than what it looks like on the inside of the Cato Institute. But this one brief interview where this uh, gold bug who was at Cato's told uh, told me, you should – well, do, do you have anything to say to my listeners about Bitcoin versus gold? You should sell your Bitcoin right away. Any Bitcoin you have, you should get all of your money out of Bitcoin and put it into gold because it's going to crash. It was at 9 Dollars. Bitcoin was at nine dollars. You I saying that, or the other guy? Oh saying. no, I would never tell my <laughs> listeners such breathtakingly bad advice. As a matter I, of I fact, when I put this on air, I edited it to say this is not the opinion of Free Talk Live or Mark Edge. <laughs> and, <laughs> All right, just to make sure that nobody would ever hold this particular statement against me, because I was of the opinion that this gentleman, who was you know revered as an expert was absolutely wrong. Well, and they haven't changed their opinion. And I got to tell you, like, uh, so I I love looking into all of this financial stuff. It's my jam. And I run into some amazing thinkers on almost every topic. And they have extraordinary market analysis. But when it comes to the gold versus Bitcoin thing, they just can't get over having a digital asset. They can't get over the idea of this intangible thing that is actually a better idea to have than gold. Well, and like, um, I know a person, I'm not naming any names, I know a person who uh, recently discovered that there are some online proprietors of things like gold and silver coins and gold backs and that kind of stuff who accept cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. right? And so you just go to the website and you place your order for, you know, whatever, however many gold backs or however many, you know, silver coins, whatever it is. And then you pay in your currency of choice. They only have a few at like a couple of these sites, but like there's many of these sites that do this. And so he was like, oh man, I discovered this thing and I just moved, you know, 
a grip of money from my cryptocurrency holdings into gold, mm-hmm. you know, and was really happy about it. And then this run up started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, man, I, I should have waited. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, look. Uh, I've been in this thing. You should have learned. No, 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 no. There's no shame. No, like if he had had realized this is still running. Listen, hear me out. The dude is up, right? The dude is up big time from whatever he put in to the crypto. Sure. He decided to transduce that into something else of tangible value. And if he had put half of it back in. Listen, no, I'm not shaming anybody for any of this, right? Because if you're up, you're up. Take profit when yeah. it's profitable to you. The thing about cryptocurrency in general is that it is so individualistic that it depends on when you get into it as to whether or not you have profited. And so it behooves you as an individual to take some profit, not all, but take some profit, transduce it, diversify, whatever, uh, like when it is profitable to not you. all. Right, not all. Right, right. and therein lies the rub. But this guy didn't Take do some. All. This guy didn't do all. Not taking any profits took, is a mistake. He took a grip. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know what percentage of it, right, of his holdings he he put. You know, I, I don't know the actual numbers, but like he was second guessing himself. And I'm like, look, I've been there. I cashed out. Oh my gosh, man! I want to say five Bitcoin over the course of like three months. Uh, in, I don't even know what year, man, what, I moved here in 2019, maybe 2016, 2015, somewhere in that pocket, 2014, I'm not sure, when Bitcoin was around 750, 800 bucks, mm-hmm. um, because I was unemployed and I needed to pay my rent. Right. My rent happened to be like 750, 775, somewhere in that pocket. And so I was like, well, uh, until I, you know, find gainful employment again, uh, you know, I'm already up, right? I was already up. Right, I had way less than one month's well, rent. And, and those Bitcoin are the times that savings time. is for. Right. Um, well, and I didn't have any. My only form of savings was Bitcoin. Right. Right. So well, no, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like the thing about Bitcoin, and this is really the mind blowing power of it. For the first time in a century, savings is real again. Things have been pretending to be savings for the last century. But everything you could put your money into was risky and was going down in actual purchasing power. But here's something that is going up tremendously in purchasing power. But you have to be willing to wait out the cycle because there is a cycle. It's about four years. You have three years it goes up and one year it goes way down. All I want to say on this topic is, is I don't disagree with what you're saying, but you ha- but you're taking a wide view of Bitcoin. And I've been there at the top, you know, say the top at uh, 69,000. Sure. Uh, the, you know, the most recent top. And I've been at the bottom at 16,000. And if you were like one of my friends and I do have friends that bought in above 50,000, yeah. You waited three years right as the wait usually is by the way mm-hmm. um you waited three years for it to come back to where it was before and those three years are hard years mm-hmm. right yeah. like all you want to do at the end of three years if you bought at the top of bitcoin all you want to do in those three years is get your money back and you don't you're not thinking about you know the tick 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 of the roller coaster as it climbs up to the peak 
all you're thinking about is how you were like, you know, I didn't buy a ticket for this ride that felt like a free fall, um, <laughs> you know, that destroyed my, mm-hmm. my net worth. Yeah. You know, and now, mind you, I don't know anybody who destroyed their net worth. And I'm speaking as a person, by the way, who put a second mortgage out on their home to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> long ago i remember this right so so if anybody on the radio has the the the, all i can say is i'm overexposed to kidneys and underexposed to bitcoin (laughs) (laughs) right i guess that would be the person who could speak louder than i but i mean i did really take a second out of my house to buy some more bitcoin because i believed it was going up and that particular move has not failed me at all because you waited you had yes. to wait the three years plus to make it work. I don't know if I had a wait on that one. I would have to check the dates and stuff. I think yeah, I caught I, it on the climb. Um, yeah, I think you, uh, you're you a blessed man is what I think with that particular. Now, I am God's favorite idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and about the climb. So, like, one thing that we have as just a complete unknown right now, we have never seen Ten times the demand as the supply. Right. We don't know what that's going to do to the price action. Right. So this this climb that we're watching now might actually be baseline. That is a realistic possibility. So anyone who what tells do you, you mean that, by baseline? Okay. So what ordinarily happens is that there is a a massive volatility around the happening, and then it just sort of flattens. It is worth the same. Yep. For like six months. It is in through December, I believe. Right. It is entirely possible that this time, instead of it being a flat line for six months, it is a continual upward movement for six months. And then when we hit all of the changes that have happened because of the happening, then when it uh, uh, hits its parabolic rise, anyone who says that they know what the top of this cycle is. I think they're overestimating their own knowledge. Yeah, I all I remember is uh, Mark. When I first met you, we went out for like drinks or beers or something somewhere, and we talked about cryptocurrency a bit. And uh, you, you said you were like, you know, Bitcoin might go to a million dollars someday. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, well, okay, then I need to be more patient. <laughs> I don't know whether Bitcoin's go to a million. When I made the statement that Bitcoin will go to a million dollars, I'd like to preface this. You said with, it might. Uh, you didn't say it would. You said right. it might. At least. To well, me. I do believe that Bitcoin will go to a million dollars, but I meant that. At, that's what I meant, and that's what I uh, believed. But I meant it in a world where there was no Bitcoin Cash. There was, you know, Litecoin was the only altcoin. These things were sort of irrelevant. Ethereum didn't exist. Um, you know, these sorts of things and. Mm-hmm. It, to some extent, World War Geek, uh, this is the time frame when the big blockers and the small blockers and the people within the Bitcoin community just couldn't agree on anything. Uh, people that, you know, you can decide who's the good guy and bad guy. I'm not going to make those statements. Uh, you say that like it's over. It's not over. But these <laughs> people... That, that hatred is palpable between those yeah, two hatred though well, oh no it is absolute hatred mm. you should see the way that they talk about each other they no, legitimately I, I believe each other to be agents of the state uh, both oh, of yeah. them That's legitimately gross. believe that the other is agents of the state sent to destroy their baby 
or at the very least, dupes working for agents of the state. Yeah, and, and the sad thing is that neither of them are. Okay, look, the one thing I want to say about... Maybe uh, not. I'm not sure that I'm willing to admit that. I do think that there are, uh, you know, I, th- I think that as there groups, are organizations. Sure, there are, there are individuals. There is a state interest on both sides, I'll, I'll have you know. But by and large, neither of these are corrupt. I don't even, like... Uh, I don't want to get into the argument of whether or not certain coins are like coins of the state or whatever, because guess what? Uh, you can have put some money into Bitcoin anytime before now, including up until now, taking a risk on a new technology, right, that actually sort of uh, does a better job than any other currency agent previously, and this is mostly states, right? Uh, but for the first time in human history, you can potentially become wealthy because you took a risk on a new technology rather than because you got behind the right guys bombing other countries. Right. So, so to me, I don't like maybe Bitcoin BTC gets co-opted. Maybe it does become an agent of whatever it is. Like, okay, perhaps that happens, but it's still people taking a risk on a technology that does something that the state has never been able to do, which is enrich people without committing murder. Yeah. And no matter how corrupt either side of this actually ends up becoming, it still puts the states of the earth in a position where they can no longer create infinity wars. Right. Um, oh, hold on. So Bitcoin is a great technology. Yes. So was the Model T Ford. Yes. But what we don't have today is anybody rolling out. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you the 2024 Model T. There's a lot of technology that's come out that's uh, in other coins that are out there. They're far superior. Bitcoin enables the state to look at transactions going back for a very long time. Mm. And with AI, we're going to find that, uh, well, a lot of people are going to have tax fraud charges Mm. that are going to go back super far when it comes to Bitcoin. And so maybe what you're saying is true, that taking the power of money creation out of the hands of the state and giving it to the folks at Bitcoin is worth it, and I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to look at that. Yeah. But I'd like to point out that there are some implications to this that are pretty terrible. Well, I'd like and to point out my boys over at Monero have a solution. Mm. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, they now, do. Now I'd like and to the, point the, out two the things. The folks on over that, Dash though. even have a, a, a solution. Absolutely. For you. I'm sorry, Mark. Who were those folks again? <laughs> the folks at Dash and the folks at. Monero. All right, I just yeah. want to make sure people. Well, heard if you. we're gonna if we're gonna throw some names out, I also want to throw out R, a pirate coin. Yes, uh-huh. and Zcash, uh, uh, and Zen Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Like there are. I think Zen's over, isn't it? No, nope. they're still nope. they're still, still on. Kicking. They're still I don't know. Yeah, 10, so, 12 so what we're talking about right here are, are privacy coins. Less so with Dash. Yeah. Uh, it has a privacy feature that's pretty awesome, but it's no longer a dedicated privacy coin. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So there's there's all of these privacy coins which are amazing, which Bitcoin can turn into, which is a very important feature. Yes. And frankly, there will not be a situation in which the internet exists and there isn't the ability to move from BTC into XMR, from Bitcoin into Monero. Also, Lightning Network has privacy features. So yeah, right now, it's all on the blockchain. You can eventually find out who gave who what forever. 
unless they opened a Lightning Network channel, then you don't know what they did on that channel before it went back onto the blockchain. Right, and the same can be said about uh, what's known as uh, Bitcoin mixers. Yeah. Right, and the, so and this, this technology the exists, help. right? Like it's like if you don't want your Bitcoin transactions traced, there are steps you can take right now uh, through some technology that you must turn on and activate and all that kind of stuff. But like you can like move cryptocurrency without it ultimately being tracked. So that technology exists. Uh, and more. 603-283-6160. Still to come, what was the purpose of Bitcoin? And also, what's going on with Chad and his tacos? People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90. 